Hello and welcome to the second GIF and Gem Hour of Power. I'm here with my co-host Gem. How are we, mate? I think you mean GIF there, but we'll let it slide for this oh, week. Oh, you're an idiot, mate. You are an idiot. Look, it's great to be back. Mate, it's been uh, a long time between drinks. What's What's been happening? Yeah, um, we've had some technical issues with some issues with some guests. Um, we're back. Some that's lazy the, guests, I, I will say. Some lazy guests. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. Um, we're back, and we're uh, very excited to get to this and get to the viewers. And thanks to everyone who's who's uh, reviewed it and left a left some feedback for us to work on. Um, it's been positive for the most part. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for being nice, guys. It's it's a good yeah. change. <laughs> um, well, let's just. Why don't we just get stuck right into it, hey? Yeah, mate. Well, look, I I feel like we should first first of all talk about like the big news that's going on. And look, normally I wouldn't care about this stuff, but all I can see on my personal Twitter is just dumb shit about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. It is an absolute <laughs> shit show. Yeah, who is right? Like this chick, <laughs> other than being in, I had to look up her like IMDb page. Other than being in, what was it, Dr. Doolittle as the love interest, that's like all the only real credible work she's got. Yeah, look, I've, I've, I've also been seeing a little bit about this running around on my social medias. Um, can you talk me through it? What, what's, what's been happening with, with Will and Jada, mate? Oh, Will mate. Well, look, mate. Uh, <laughs> old Jada here has got into, a, as she calls it, an entanglement. And from what I could see from that video, it's an absolute crock of shit. She's sort of trying to just get away from the fact that, you know, she fucked someone that wasn't her husband. Like I will say, they were separated at the time. They made that very clear. But she's just trying to, you know, justify and normalise fucking someone that wasn't her husband. And you, you can tell by the man's body language, he's destroyed. The man's fucked. I've, um... What I've seen, I heard that they weren't officially broken up. They were kind of on the rocks. But I mean, I guess differing reports coming out. Everyone's trying to kind of get ahead of someone in the, uh, the yeah. story. Yeah. Well, this is this is from the like mouth, straight from their mouth. They were right from the interview, the separated. red table interview. Yeah, the red table interview. They were separated at the time. I okay. uh, I don't know. I feel like the woman's just blowing a bit of shit out her ass because. You know, she's she's been found out. She's been found out and she's just trying to, like, cover herself, make herself not look like a bad person. And if I'm honest with you, it's probably portrayed her in much worse of a light. Yeah, look, like, from the way she's trying to justify it. What I've seen, um, I'm quite a busy man, you know, so I've, I've only briefly yeah, skipped yeah, through yeah. the video. Uh, and what I've seen her composure and the way she holds herself and the way she speaks is all about almost as if it's damage limitation rather than apologizing. She talks about it as if it's a journey for her to go through that she had to go through for her to find herself. Uh, and you can see those body language in, in, and again, we're no experts, we don't know them, uh, but we're just outsiders looking in. Body language, you know, that the way he holds himself, the way he speaks about it, it's a difficult topic for him to approach. Um, and you can see he tries to laugh his way through it. Um, although, you know, he's in, you can see he's in quite a bit of pain. 
she almost doesn't seem to notice from my from what I've pulled out of dissected from the video. Um, she's yeah. very cold. You know, she's very factual, straight to the point, which is fine. But I mean, yeah, she doesn't, uh, she she doesn't own really, up to it. Yeah, she can't really own up to the fact. Like she did what she did, and again, like they're separated. And I'm not here saying that you know maybe Will did the same thing, but like that's not what is talked about in this interview. It's what's it being worse. talked about is like them and what they're going through. What made it worse. Well, two things I picked up from it was um, it came out in an interview like a week before from the guy that she cheated with. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of exploded. It came out of nowhere. And he really kind of messed up the situation. He didn't kind of say the truth. That's why I think they've gone out on, on the table and really put everything on the table. And the second thing I noticed was that apparently she met through uh, her son. Like, they, he, he was her son's friend. Yeah, look, so, I've seen that before in a couple of yeah. uh, adult films, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I think we all, we've all uh, been there, there once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think the bloke was absolutely living out his fantasy, I reckon. Um, and uh, for her, maybe aftermath, not so much. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, neither was complaining I, in the heat of the moment, but um, <laughs> I definitely feel like it is a bit of a damage limitation from from yeah, her. Yeah, I think she she's absolutely, uh, you know, she's up shit creek at the moment, and yeah. I think not really helping herself in the way she's talking about how she needed to do it to feel good again and i just think that's an absolute load of shit um but in saying that who are we to kind of comment on another couple's relationship you know we don't know them from a bar of soap yeah exactly. Um, although bar of but soap yeah it's probably... just weird to see like uh, a couple that's you know talked about as couple goals and yes. like yeah. in in that light and you know it's just a facade, really? Yeah, it is almost a facade. Um, it happened a number of years ago as well. It wasn't like a, Four a, years. Recent, a recent thing, but yeah, you can see it's still a um relevant kind of issue. So I, oh. I think we'll be following it with keen interest because I think now with all this social media buzz, keeping the keen eye on it, there's going to be some more more to be said. And, I think. Yeah, that's stuff. Always like more stuff will always come out. I just feel like. Again, we live in a society where we just try and pull apart everyone else's life. No one tries to focus on themselves. They're just trying to yeah. pull everyone else apart. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, good on them for sticking together. I think in hard times and relationships, yeah. well, a lot of people, especially with social media, a lot of people just find it easier to walk away and, and not actually repair something. Yeah. So, I mean, when you've been together as long as they have, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, it's something that we don't see very often these days. Yeah, Most so, people will absolutely. just go their separate ways and that's it. Like no one tries to work on anything. Dude. And like, I think like it's because we live in such a plastic culture where if something doesn't work, we just throw it away. Like nothing is there yeah. to be fixed anymore. Fixed, and, yeah. No, there's no time and effort put into things and repair exactly. them. And I, think, I think the only reason they're getting all this stick is because, you know, they are a public figure, public couple. Um, yeah. In the sense that, you know, everyone around the world knows their names. It'll be interesting to follow on where this goes and see if anything else originates from it. I hope nothing else comes of it. I think it's their personal lives, and I think um, you know they've come out and they've put the re- set the record straight, and now it's up to them to kind of go with it as best as they can. And I'm um, you know 
the power to them. And yep. um, yeah, I hope work it out. Just quickly, do you think that now that this is public knowledge, does this affect their relationship? Does this put more of a strain on it? Um, I think bringing it up again is always going to put strain on the relationship, whether or not it's public or in private. Um, yep. I think there's always going to be those asshole fans or not fans or whatever you want to call them. Haters. The haters. Haters, yeah. Haters going to hate. Um, <laughs> there's always going to be those types of people who are going to use that almost as a form of, of weapon against them. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I think, you know what, they've been through it already. They know about it. I think um, I don't think it'll cause too much drama and strain unless they let it get to them. So it'll be interesting. Be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well yeah, speaking... wish them the best and yeah, absolutely. hopefully absolutely. it all works out for them. Well, speaking of uh, other hot news topics that have arisen, uh, yep. this is a topic that I've been following closely. Um, yep. I'm quite interested in it. Um, Wayne Maxwell. Yep. This is silent in her name. As if you yep. aren't aware of how to pronounce it, it is G-Lane. Okay, um, yeah, we're, we're well informed here. We are well informed. <laughs> done our five minutes of research. Um, G-Lane Maxwell, for those of you who aren't aware, um, close friend and former alleged lover to uh, Jeffrey Epstein, who I think we all know as, you know, convicted um, sex offender, um, child sex offender who killed slash didn't kill himself in prison um, a year ago. I'll just go on the record. He, I, I don't think he killed himself. Um, I absolutely don't think he killed himself, but I think we'll save that for another episode and we'll, yeah, we'll really yeah, we'll, delve into we'll, it and dissect it. Dig deep. We'll do a special. Yeah. Um, so... Sh- She's now been been charged. She's formally charged with six counts um, of allegations, which range from transporting a minor for the purposes of criminal or sexual activity to conspiring to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sexual acts to uh, cases of perjury related to statements that she's made in court before. Um, And is that in relation to Epstein, all these charges? Or is this charges? As far as as we could tell so far, um, all of these um, charges are in relation to Epstein and and ongoings that happened in the early 2000s and late late, uh, 90s um, regards to Epstein. I've actually got a bit of the um, indictment here. So from at least 1994 up to and including at least in or about 97, Maxwell assisted, facilitated and contributed to Jeffrey Epstein's abuse of minor girls by, among other things, helping Epstein to recruit, groom, and ultimately abuse victims known to Maxwell and Epstein to be under the age of 18. So she, according to the indictment, she knew full well, she, full well what she was doing. Um, she was absolutely helping Jeffrey Epstein. She was aware of Epstein's movements and his ongoings. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's, it's not going to be as simple as a case case done case shut kind of kind of situation yeah. i think this is going to get dragged out for a while um and how how true do you feel these allegations are do, do you feel like uh this could be because i know you're a bit of a man who likes to read below the line see see what yeah. else is you know lurking in the depths uh do you think this is like full truth or do you think she's like getting stuff pinned on her 
to sort of get her in the I same think, boat um, as I think thing. there's a lot of information coinciding with what you know the governments are saying and what what um, law enforcement is saying, um, and the fact that she's been caught out in a couple of little white lies that really in the grand scheme of like normally wouldn't mean anything, but in the grand scheme of things kind of give it away is, I mean, for example, she hadn't, um, she was assertive that she had no contact with Epstein for more than over a decade since before his death. Yep. Um, but the government said, had a finding that said bank account linked Maxwell's account had engaged in transactions with Epstein's account as recently as 2011, 2012. So, I mean, straight away there's inconsistencies there and what she's saying although it's only a couple of years difference it's still an inconsistency so i mean yeah. as far as i'm concerned and as far as a lot of people are concerned she's absolutely guilty um but she is innocent until proven guilty so you have to you, you people have to remember you know that you do have to give them the, the benefit of trial um uh, and the benefit to defend themselves yeah. i mean no matter how heinous you might think a person is um it is in, you know governments it is innocent until proven guilty however the public opinion is that is that is of that she is guilty um you know there's records of her flying to his island all the time there's um three or four unidentified um individuals who were victims who have come out and said that they were in direct contact with her and she had told them what to do with epstein and then yep. briefly kind of it's andrew and it's it, it goes all the way up to the royals so and that his involvement and that she had told um, minors to sleep with him when she, when she trafficked them. So it's it's really just an unraveling. Um, and it's really Quite sad. A drama. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, to, well, not sad, but I guess it's, it's um, intriguing to see that she was killed in prison. That um, Oh, wait, no, that's next week. Uh, yeah, um, next week. <laughs> and, um, look, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an incident relating To going to face these charges, you can you can bet your hiney that uh she's going to do anything she can to get out of them or lighten them, and I think she's going to try and sell out some people who were involved, and very well could end up like Epstein, um, yeah, like Epstein did. Well, you also have to remember a lot of people in uh in jail uh, on these sorts of charges are generally the targets of uh, attacks by fellow inmates. A lot of inmates, although yep. being bad people, don't you know look kindly upon uh, child molestation, Absolutely. trafficking, sex um, trafficking. I think if you're if you're you know, if you're sent to prison, any of those reasons, you really do need to watch your back because although prisoners are these people who have broken the law, who are in there for a specific specific reason, I think the lowest of the low even by prisoners' standards, are those, you know, sex traffickers, um, child sex offenders. So, and especially if she's sent to, you know, a women's prison where, you know, that maternal instinct kicks in with a lot of inmates, she yep. could be in a lot of trouble, I think. The inmates as well as, you know, the the elite that she might tell on. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, look, it'll be it'll be interesting to keep tabs on. And, oh, absolutely, um, it's going to be an ongoing, ongoing, and um, I'll we'll be bringing it up in future episodes of of the podcast, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you're eye. a man who's very knowledgeable on your uh, 
on on this side of things. So I'm, I'm very keen to hear what else you've got coming. Yeah, there's a lot I, I could go on for for hours on this topic um, as a whole, as a whole. But um, I think we'll save it for for a little bit of later. But it's 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 an interesting story for sure, and one that we may even talk about next week if if more news unfolds on it. So it's just something that we're gonna yep. have to watch, keep an eye on, keep updated on, and really just keep focus on, and not to let it slip out of focus because I think it is important to with incidents like this when they're so big and they involve, you know, the elite of the world, I think it's it's important that they're held accountable, that they're not above above the law. Um, so, yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, after that, we've got, uh, you know, a bit more local news. Um, COVID roaring back into the state. We, we touched on it a little bit in uh, the last episode, yep. but yep. Victoria has really been uh, abused at the moment by coronavirus. Um, yeah, it's so the first cases were coming from like uh, families that were going to see each other, and that was the first initial spread, uh, the community spread there. And then we also had security guards not being able to keep their little dicky in their pants and uh, making yep. the sex with quarantine uh, people in quarantine. So, yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's something like a thousand over a thousand cases in Victoria now, or 2,000 people uh, between. 1,500 Look, roughly. Yeah, I think um, there was something like 270 people in a couple day. of days. Yeah, so like it's, yeah. it's a, quite ridiculous. Um, just looking on the Vic government, it looks like there are 1,484 current cases in Victoria alone, which is yeah. huge considering, you know, two or three weeks ago, we had basically zero. Yeah. Um, it has shot up really. This second wave is, is hit. And thankfully, so far, it's only in Victoria. They've, they've created a statewide lockdown. Um, just yesterday, uh, oh, in well, New except, South Wales. except for the people that came to New South Wales for the lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And have um, now started spreading it through yeah, New well, South just Wales. yesterday, close, um, 20 minutes, from, from roughly 20, 30 minutes from where, from where we're situated. Um, there were four or five cases, I think. And now there's like 16 cases resulting from that, from that pub. Um, so now New South Wales are looking at that spread now to a um a local gym in the same area as that pub have now recorded a positive a positive um case. So is starting to slowly spread and I think New South Wales government need to need to jump on top of it really quickly if yeah. they wanna stop what happens. Definitely need to act quickly before yeah, to, it, to kind um, of avoid what happened in Victoria. Hand. I mean yeah. I definitely don't want to be going down into another lockdown. Um very interesting development that I'll be honest, I kind of let slip in my mind. In my mind we were kind of over the hill with COVID. Yeah. Um, but it's it's made a resurgence. We well, I think everyone knew it was gonna make some form of resurgence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's gonna be interesting. The next couple of days are gonna be pretty important, pretty crucial. Well yeah, it's um, just it's crazy how different states sort of um have fared quite differently. Uh, like yeah. over here in WA, it, it is quite literally like life is nearly back to normal. Um, yeah, well, that, that's the thing. It's the same in New South Wales. I mean, we're going just on the weekend. We went out to a couple of pubs, went for a couple of drinks. Everything's running smoothly. You know, obviously you've still got, you can't have super full capacity in clubs and things like that, which is understandable. Um, yep. But for the most part, he, everything here is still going smoothly. 
I guess now it's just that thread of if it starts getting out of control like Victoria, everything's going to go back to the way it was. Exactly. Um, which I don't want, and I'm sure everyone doesn't want. Um, I personally love being able to go out again and see my mates, um, have a good time, and just get out of the house. Well, um, mate, I really just want to get back over to New South Wales for a little bit and oh, you can't see even my leave. friends. Exactly. Yeah, you can't even leave. You're, you're separated from your friends and family, yourself and your partner are over there um, on the other side of the country, kind of in lockdown but you're definitely locked in the state you can't leave we can't come see you so it's um it's interesting it's definitely yeah. an interesting printing yeah it's well it's definitely making life uh a little bit difficult a little bit more difficult than it needs to be yeah no i can um agree with you on that one well let's um, let's get away from the doom and glooms uh what yeah, do you, let's what get do you out have on next yeah get out of the uh the news for the week hey and let's get into some of our own little topics i've uh Definitely not stolen from other podcasts or other ideas. <laughs> um, let's go into some hypothetical questions. I was thinking about it the other day. I saw something on it online about it, um, hypothetical questions, and I thought it'd be a bit of an interesting topic to ask. What if you know, this so and so, and then to hear your answers? Um, yep. I've got one here. I've got a really simple one. A really simple one. Started off. Uh, if you could really sell your soul to the devil, what would you sell it for? One thing. Oh, wow. One thing. Uh, there's always the old saying, oh, I'd sell myself for a bite to eat or, you know, one more drink or something like that as a joke. But, like, realistically, if you could actually make a deal with the devil to get any one thing in return for your soul, what would that one thing be? Because it would have to be pretty big. Oh, um, surely you'd go, like, just something simple like, uh, you own a sort of a business, a successful business. You know, uh, I was a money maker. More on the lines of you have a you have your own country. Well, yeah, that's good, but your it's not large always country. It's not always profitable having a country. I'll make it profitable, mate. Don't you worry. I mean, yeah, no, I, 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 I would say for myself, I'd probably go the old, uh, yeah, like successful a business. successful business. Yeah, okay, that's a bit. That's a bit. Thinking small, but you know, safe. You're thinking safe. Yeah, uh, just you know, yeah. set, set yourself up for life, sort of thing. Uh, what about you? Um, what would you? What would you do if you could sell yourself? Never age would be a pretty interesting one because I think that in itself is almost like a double whammy because you know you kind of screw yourself. I'm I'm really just posting negatives here, but. It, I'll get, you know, you, you, to never age would be awesome. You know, you'd be able to see, and, you know, I'm, I love history. I study history. Um, to see history and to be part of history, you know, just think when first flying cars are created, you're there when the yeah. first teleportation device is created. You're there when mankind travels and makes colonies in space. Like, you're, you're always going to be there because you, you, you don't age. You stay the same. You know what? I want to change my mind. <laughs> Fuck this successful business. I want a time machine, baby. <laughs> um, be careful with the time machine, though. Because oh, if, yeah. tra- if you, for yeah, example, go, I want to travel Australia 10 million years in the past. The, uh, you know, the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Um. And then what? Your your time machine falls into the water, 
electricity, boom, bam, screwed, no way to fix it. You're stuck 10 million years in the past. Bada bing, bada boom, T-Rex eats you for breakfast, mate. Nah, mate, I saw an episode of uh, Phineas and Ferb. And, <laughs> and look, they had a good, good way to fix this. You go to where you know people will see what you've, you know, what you need and you're right. This date, at this time, come see me, go on the time machine, tell me, don't go here, go here. Phineas and COVID. Ford, mate. Prevent COVID. Yeah. Shut China down. Yep, shut China. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And it'd also be a good little, you know, Back to the Future, the old uh, almanac. Yep, yep. Good way to make a bit of money as well. All right. Yeah. Now, yeah I heard you, you got one for me, mate. Yeah, something that's related to the old time machine. If someone offered to tell you accurately exactly where you'd be in 20 years, but you were powerless to change what they tell you, what would you want here? I, have an, I had an interesting one. Um, I'm going to say it now. Can we just merge those two together? Yep, yep. It was um, something like if, if you had a book you started reading a book and you realized it was a book about your life um, okay, from yeah. beginning to end Would you and um, only to discover that get to the point where you're at now, you turn the page knowing that you will not be able to change the events to come. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to mix that into your point as well. Cause like your point, just reiterate your question for me again. Oh, so it was, more so, like, what would you want to hear? So I guess it's along the same lines of would you continue to read into what's in your future? Yeah, so would you yeah. want to know? So you're asking is would I want to know what my life is like in, what, 20 years' time or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, my, my life's been on nothing but a downward spiral for the past five years. So, uh, <laughs> the really? man is balding. The man is balding. It's, a, it's been a downhill road for a long early time. Early 20s, early 20s, and it's, it's gone for me already, I hope. <laughs> But tough one. I think I would like to kind of know, I guess, if all your all your struggles, your early life struggles are worth it, maybe. You know, is it yeah. worth struggling through a degree years time? Is it worth, you know, doing this or doing that? So that'd probably be my question. Is it were my efforts worth it? Yeah. But then again, these are things you can't change. So it's set in stone. Exactly. So it's That's not what like I'm saying. you can go back uh, and not bother. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I think that would probably be the best because there's no point asking, you know, do I have a girlfriend or something like that? Because we all know I'm not going to have one. <laughs> wow. Um, virgin to marriage, I am. Um, virgin <laughs> for life. Um, yeah, that would be mine. What about you? Um. Yeah, look, I I would love to hear it because, uh, like, I don't know, I feel like the best sort of movies are ones where it'll, you know, start at a certain moment and then it goes, oh, hold up. I'm going to just tell you how I got to this point. And then it rewinds back to the oh, start. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I, I quite that. like that. That's, yeah, I, I would love to. And just to sort of see where I am, what I've done with myself, if I am as big of a failure as I constantly fret myself to be. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I would absolutely love to see what's 20 years into my future. I'll, I'll give you another one. Okay. Um, 
this one's a bit pretty deep. Uh, I know I've gone pretty deep with some of my questions. My next one's going to be even worse. But um, <laughs> if you were to lose all five of your senses, how would you know if you were truly alive? Wow. Yeah. I definitely came up with all of these myself and didn't have to look them up. <laughs> yeah, wow. So... <laughs> All of your senses gone. How do you, you like, you literally no hearing, no sight, no touch, no smell, no taste. Yeah, because, like, everything is gone. Even, like, you can't feel yourself swallow saliva because that still comes under touch. It's just perpetual darkness. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well be dead. So, no, you, there is no way to find. Do, can you, would, would, do you think you would be able to tell if you were still alive even? Well, do you think that your body would just live in an endless dream, sort of? So you no, would because that would you would be asleep then. Yeah, exactly. Because that's basically the state you're in. You're comatose if you're in that state where you have no. Yeah, look, it's it's interesting. It's a question I haven't even thought of, even even after I I came up with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Long really... hours in the lab, thinking yeah, of yeah. hypotheticals there at 3am really wondering what I'm doing with my life um, <laughs> it is I my answer would be no I don't think you would know if you were alive or not um, just because you have nothing you know you, there's not a single yeah. thing to kind of discern you discern anything other than darkness yeah um, do you think that one. yeah like do you think you would you know just basically be in a constant, like, dream state? Um, I don't think so. I think you're just constantly in darkness because oh, it depends. If you're born that way, no. If you become like that. Yep. Um, if, you, if you become like that mid-life, like, you know, midway through life, um then possibly because you you know how to dream yep. and you'll have those memories of those senses yeah well i guess this is not something that it would be a, at the start of your life um it would be more so something that's come on because obviously to be able to have those senses you would need them in the first place to tell if you're alive yeah, yeah exactly so i think it yeah it, i guess it all comes down to whether or not you're born with that or it, it happens you know as an accident in life definitely an interesting one to think about um okay i've i've got a i've got one for you now that i think you might like this one if you could have free unlimited service for five years from one an extremely good chef two a chauffeur or three a prostitute which would you choose my own personal prostitute? Yeah. Yeah, so she's just five years for you and only you. Ooh. The chef is an obvious choice just because, like, it how awesome does make would it be life having, a lot easier. Having, well, not only does it save time, make life easier, but you've got access to a five-star Michelin star kind of top-of-the-line yeah. chef. Yeah, lunch, lunch, dinner. Brunch, afternoon tea, second dinner. Um, 
gourmet food at your fingertips at the at you know at, at time of asking. You need to take your partner out to a fancy restaurant, so you've they saved need. money there. You've saved money. Um, yep. You could money you're going to use on that. You could just hire a waiter for a night and do it at home, and have that gourmet food. Um, but on the downside is. You know, after consecutively eating the same, you know, not the same, but gourmet food for five years, is it still to you still gourmet? Or is that just the norm? Whereas, yeah, uh, the chauffeur, we're going to fuck that one off. That's a silly question. The man loves, I love to drive. So I'll be driving myself. Thank you. Um, The prostitute is another, here's my thought train with the prostitute one. (laughs) Is not only is she going to be good in bed, you know, she's going to be. Decent in bed. I'm assuming she's a she's a top of the line prostitute. Yeah, got a bit of practice uh, there. Five years having sex with the same person, and then having sex with no one but you. Woo her. Yeah. Really, kind of. Will you over. fall in love with the prostitute? Yeah, in more absolutely in more than a <laughs> physical sense. We're gonna go with the prostitute because not only you're gonna get good sex for five years, but you've got the opportunity to. To really kind of make something of it, you know. Um, chef, close second, and chauffeur, I wouldn't even consider. What about yourself? Look, I think I've got to go for chef. I yeah, I was just about to say, I know you're chef. a foodie. I know you love yeah. your food. And it would be good to learn from Le Chef as well. Yeah, actually, I didn't take that into consideration. That is big. You could be, you've got five years to hone your craft. And you, can you become mates with, you become mates with the chef over time? Well, like you a, feel like you probably would. But then again, would, when you, they go on would the and, chef resent you, uh, you know, as you're their boss for, you, for five years? As long as years. you give the chef that creative freedom to make what he wants yeah, to make. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's fine. If you're dictating, oh, you know, you got to make spag bowl every night for the next well, <laughs> I'm, I'm a always, I'm a surprise me kind of guy. When someone asks no, me, I, I what do you want? Chef, I always I'd go say, surprise me. I'd say to the chef, there has to be kind of one staple each week. Yeah. Then the rest I'd be like, yeah, give me, give me what you got, you know, break it all, break out of the stops. Answer may be swayed if after the five years we become mates and he goes on to, you know, Michelin star restaurants and he flies me over and invites me to eat at his restaurant, things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can, Possibly. I can understand. But yeah, definitely for me, the chef gives me an opportunity to learn more because I'm really loving cooking at the moment. I've, you know, oh, I've really taken that by the balls. Learning your skills. Learning yeah. your skills. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, got another, what, do you, what else you got for me? Um, I reckon I've got about one or two more. See how we're going for time in a second. Uh, but my um my next one, I'm tossing up between two. I'm gonna go with this one. So if you die or when you die, yeah, when you die, you're given the choice between finding out what's next, Earth, you know, as like a ghost or whatever you want to call it, a phantom. To kind of wander the planet alone, but you're you're alone for eternity. Which would you choose? Do you stay um, safe? Do you stay safe and go. Well, there's a lot of Earth that I still haven't explored, and I could wander around, knowing that you're going to be alone for eternity. Or do you take the gamble that there is something? There might not be anything. You might turn into somebody with no senses. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you never know. 
Um, oh, but I'm, I don't know. It's a sort of a tough one. I think that's the idea. I, I'm someone who does definitely like alone time, though. So, yeah, but eternity, because you got to remember, humans are social social creatures, social animals. Yeah. Uh, I would like to do that. Actually, I would like to roam for eternity because when it just gets too boring, I'd just go off and kill myself. You're a ghost. There's the Ghostbusters, something. Someone save me. Paranormal activity on A&E, come and get me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about uh, you? Um, I think I'd be the same. You know, I'm, I'm, I love my alone time and I enjoy... Being being able to travel the world the world endlessly. Maybe I'll be able to sneak onto a one of those read, rocket ships. Read some books. Colonizing. Mate. Yeah, I could read some books, you know, read every book ever written. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um I, I think you know, when they're colonizing other planets, so I can sneak on the shuttle and up and away I go and then I've got other planets to explore, you know? Well, I've got yeah. all eternity, mate. The possibilities are endless. Um uh, yeah, I'd yeah, I'd I would like to be a, a ghost <laughs> roaming the earth for all eternity. I'll give you, I'll give you one more then. I've got one more. We'll go yep. on. Um if you could change any one thing about society, and I think I've asked you this before. Yep. Realistically, if you could change any one thing about society, what would it be and why? Um I think I would like in current society uh, yep. I would probably change the like just how people sort of carry themselves. Like it, it is like we've talked on it before. It's something where we're always just trying to bring people down. Like there's no culture of like nurturing anymore. And yeah. I, I, that's one thing I would change. I think, like um, a perfect example of that would be that whole Will Smith, Jada Smith scenario. If you look at the comments on those videos. Um, yeah, it's just all hate saying that she's a terrible, and she might be, you know, it's a terrible person. You know, she he should leave her and things like that. Yeah, you're right. There's no positive. There's no okay. Yeah, she messed up and she did a terrible thing. But she's fixed it or she's trying to fix it. We've become a society of hate mongers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I th- I would agree with you on that. I think um, you're always, and it's evident. Also, you know, in schools today as well with bullying and things like that, if you're slightly different or or even online, I mean, if you have a different differing, opinion, I was just about to say a differing opinion, um, you are absolutely grilled. You're, you know, if you're not, that whole idea is if you're not with us, you're against us. And you know, lefties are always saying, well, if you're against us, <laughs> then you must be far right. And it's like, well, no, I'm not a fascist. I'm not, you know, I'm not super far right i just disagree with some some ideals or some ideologies that the left has so yeah instance um uh, speaking of popular opinions yep this is a little topic that i kind of wanted to bring back and see if we can make it a reoccurring topic okay yeah um yep feminism wow here we go blake danby hot take people (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, look, if, for those of you who uh, know me, I'm not one to shy away from controversial topics. Um, so my unpopular opinion for the week is that feminism 
is a joke. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. yep. So I would think what you're trying to get at is modern (laughs) feminism. We'll say, yeah, absolutely. Not not modern feminism, equal rights feminism, modern feminism as it stands. With, or some would argue that modern feminism is all about equal rights, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll dissect it. Both you and I agree that that is not where yeah. modern feminism is. My, my opinion on the, is first and second wave feminism is was absolutely beneficial and necessary to society. Absolutely. Yep. I agree more with it. I think um, it was a great thing. I think it should have come a lot sooner. I think it never should have had to get to the point where it needed to be an issue, but it was. Um, Third wave feminism and modern feminism, mum big joke. Yeah, big <laughs> cancer. Yeah, no good. Um, I'll give you a little bit of an example. So I, as you're aware and as, as a lot of people are aware, um, in my close circle, I've, I'm studying history and literature. Yep. Um, and in literature, there is a lot of, a lot of talk of feminism. Um, in, in regards to f- female writers kind of being persuaded to to do one thing rather yep. than another thing or kind of suppress themselves to men's rights. Um, so it's just, oh, it's, it's infuriating sometimes <laughs> when I see the modern-day feminism, how it happens and how it's portrayed. So I'll give you an example. I've got an example here. I did a bit of research uh, for university. I had to do an, an assignment on, um, on feminism within literature. And a, uh, one of the authors that I focused on um, was Helena Sigsou, who's a French feminist critic slash writer slash, you know, literature, yep. a person, personnel, um, personality, sorry. Um, the things that she says in one of her one of her articles which is called the the laugh of medusa is that um every woman has known the torment of getting up to speak her heart racing at times entirely lost for words um ground and languages slipping away that's how daring a feat how great a transgression it is for a woman to speak even just to open her mouth in public so what she's saying there is for a woman to even talk in public is is almost as if it's like the end of the world, you know, for a woman to speak in public, how dare she? It's it requires this immense amount of, of courage. Um, I feel like I'm sure in sorry, I'll, I'm just gonna inter- uh, like I feel like what she's sort of saying as a person who sort of grew up as very introverted, I've that's more so something of someone who's scared yeah, of being absolutely. wrong. Yeah, and I think scared of having people public- disagree you look at public speaking, for example, um, I think it's common for both males and females, anyone in between. Um, especially in today's society, to speak out for what you believe in, for example, in this unpopular opinion, it, it does take a certain level of either confidence or bravery. Uh, but I think... F- what she goes on to say in the article is that she groups all females under this assumption. And that's what really annoyed me um, because yep. she states that men suppress, men ignore, which I'm sure they do. I mean, there's been instances where I've ignored people, male and female. 
Um, Look, yeah. I wouldn't say I, I've ever gone out of my way to ignore a female just because it's a female. I've ignored a female because she's wrong or, <laughs> or because I just don't want to hear about it. But I've ignored males too. Um, so, and she goes on to say, here's another, another quote from her. And this is what really kind of galvanized, I guess, or cemented my opinion that modern day feminism is just too far. Um, she goes on yep. to say, phallocentric ideology, which is like uh, the ideology that penis or the phallus is central to everything, every idea, every society. So already in that opening statement, she's kind of lost me. But she says, um, the ideology has claimed more than one victim. As a woman, I've been clouded over by the great shadow of the scepter, aka the penis, and been yep. told, idolize it, that which you cannot brandish. It's called sex change operation, honey. Learn about it. Uh, but at the same time, man has been handed that grotesque and scarcely enviable destiny. Just imagine being reduced to a single idol with clay balls. And I think feminism is a really good thing when you're talking about equalism and equality. And then you get people like this who are writing to this extent. And I know that they're writing to this extent for effect and for purpose. Yeah. One of the things it does is it pushes away people who are genuinely interested in that makes your movement and everything you're saying almost null and void by just going over the top and being ridiculous about it. Um, yeah. And it's almost similar in what we're seeing in society at the moment with the Black Lives Movement or the Black Lives Matter Movement, whereas as a whole, it's a great thing and you're getting these somewhat pockets of, I guess, extremists who are... You know, they're the ones burning down stores. They're hurting yeah. innocent people. You know, they're they're damaging property. And it's like, well, that's not what it's about. It's just this one group of people who are going above and beyond. And it puts a bad name on everything yeah, well, as a whole. But that also does go for both sides as well. So uh, obviously yeah, no, absolutely. people on the opposite end of the spectrum who are extremists, go too far in what they believe in. And I think any extremity, no matter what side or what it's about, is, is too much. I don't think anyone should ever be extreme. I don't think there is a need or a necessity for it. Yeah. Once you hit that level of extremity, it uh, you're kind of losing sight of what you're actually trying to gain. Yeah. Um, taking it too far. And I think in here you can clearly, and she goes on to say that women should uprise and, and, and kind of rise against man. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily the whole point of, of I'll call it equalism is, is, not so you can uprise against them, but it's so you can all be to on work the same in unison. level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's that's where modern feminism has got wrong. It's become more of a, like, I want, uh, like, more sort of thing. I'll give you an example. Uh, like, she's a, I guess, Helene Sixu is in literature, is a little bit older, you know, she's, she's late 90s, early 2000s, and 80s even. Um, Clementine Ford. Yep. Huge Australian personality, um, very popular Australian culture. Um, and you look at some of the things she posts, she tweets things like, death to all men, men should all die, um, women yeah, should I've, rise up I've against men. I've seen quite a bit from that head case on I mean, Twitter. She, she, if she was walking down the street and somebody who agreed with her views and listen to it and wanted to go out and kill a man might accidentally kill her. Cause you know what I'm saying? She looks a bit like a man, but that's for another. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's such a dangerous game. <laughs> we don't want this podcast to get killed before it can even start. <laughs> well, she's a feminist writer. She's an Australian feminist writer and broadcaster, public speaker, whatever you want to call it. And I'm sure she's heard worse. Absolutely, she would have. Um, but the fact is, she's fighting for, for female rights, which is well and truly good. But the way she goes about it is absolutely not on. Um, yeah. She made a status when coronavirus came out, a, a tweet, honestly, the coronavirus isn't killing men fast enough. And the thing is, you look at that and go, ha ha, blah, 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 things like that. But she's serious. Yeah, it's not a like, tongue-in-cheek comment. Yeah, it's not like what I just made about her being a little cheeky, snarky comment. She will probably take offence to that, but it's in the name of comedy. Yeah. Whereas she is honestly serious. Um, about what she says, and she's not ashamed to say it, and she's not regretful or you know remorseful in saying yeah, it. She, she, she never does absolutely... back down from what she says. It's all I admire in a way. Yeah. Um, but when your opinion is and... so uh, sort of biased, it she does, does hurt back your and it's never, it's, she can never take, it's people like that that can't take accountability. Because you notice when she does back down, like when she apologized over that, that coronavirus tweet, it was more so like a, oh, I'm sorry so you took yeah. offense. Or like, I'm sorry. Like it was an apology, but it wasn't like a genuine apology. And she's only apologizing because of the backlash that she got from it. Not to, exactly because she's actually. Um, Just more so to save herself from, uh, you know, any sort of negative press. But I guess it's any negative press to her, it's brought more people to her that have the same sort of views, which I'm sure is great for her. But it could lead to someone taking what she says too literally, you know? Yeah. And she, she's had one or two things that I've seen that have been, um, you look at it and go, okay, fair enough. Cool. Yep. Um, I might disagree with you. I might agree with you, but that's cool. Um extremism that that she takes um really kind of cements my dislike i guess for the movement in in i see in her yeah um the whole you know it's, it's people who are like well and don't get paid the same as women and my response to that is in australia at least is well it's illegal firstly to to pay someone less based on their gender or their their sex yeah um that is flat out illegal, and if it is happening and it's a legitimate reason, then you have every right to go to fair work and, and take it up with them. Um, what's not legitimate is if male and a female, for example, go for the same job and the male gets offered more, and the female's like, why doesn't the male, why don't I get the same as a male, and makes a big kick and a stink about it. What she doesn't realise is the male's done two degrees at university, had five years extra experience, um, has had awesome references on his on his v things like that yeah. there, there are so many factors there are hundreds of factors that can go in determining a person's wage or a person's pay regardless of gender gender just happens to be one of those things when you look at it on an average and it's right and i'm not saying that it doesn't happen because i'm sure there are instances the averages make it look worse than it actually is yeah absolutely i think there are instances where women might get paid more than less than men sorry for just for being a woman, and I think that's absolutely wrong. Personally. Yeah. Um, so I think those averages and people who are quoting saying, oh, you know, men make so much more, it's not necessarily, and all men are higher up in positions, 
say, well, yeah, okay, but you've got to look at why those men are there, not just that the men are there. Say, maybe every now and again, okay, yeah, it's because they're men. Okay, but then you need to look at things like, as the woman who was going for the same position and a man, she's recently taken off nine months to raise a child, which is absolutely fair enough, you know. Yeah. She's with child, she's got a family at home, whereas the man she's coming up against is a single man, um, has dedicated his life to his work. I'm not saying that the woman hasn't, but yeah. you know what I mean? is it, There's so many factors that can go into it and not enough time to really delve into it. I could create an entire podcast on it. <laughs> and I'm sure we will at some point. I'm sure we yeah, will absolutely. go completely in depth. <laughs> on the uh on the topic yeah i just i guess my take on it is my final this might be my final take is extremity of feminism today has absolutely turned me away from it and what it stands for yeah well so yeah what it what it stands for is like is completely right but how these people are trying to achieve something that's probably already been achieved in most cases. And I'm sure there are cases where it's not, you know, done correctly. Um, but, like, yeah, people just take things too far, too far out of context and try and make an agenda that doesn't fit the bill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, when you see something like that, it, all it does is, is make you want to hate it more. Yeah, want to dislike it? Like it's it's not giving me a reason to go. Okay, that's a fair point. Let me honor it or read into it or do some research. All it yeah. does is say, "Well, screw you." Then I'm. Yeah. yeah, you you don't want to support someone that's saying you know death to males to men because yeah, no, I, what, I don't. Baby, I mean, I'm a man. As, as a male, <laughs> I certainly do not. Um, um, well, let's move away. Let's move away from the heavy stuff. Yep. All right. What are you? Um, what are you thinking? Now, it's, I know we we live in tough times. Live in a tough society. Fuck me. Is it hard living in the first world? First world oh, countries. Mate. Don't get me started. Are we? First world problems <laughs> are bane of my existence. Yep. Uh, look, I've got one. Running water got a roof over my head i've got food whatever i want it access to basic amenities fuck life's hard yeah well life is hard look i don't want to cry poor me but i'm really <laughs> hating some of these ads that are getting targeted towards me on youtube for what do you mean targeted mate? One. Oh well i i don't know like i've been looking at cars like looking at purchasing a new car so a lot of car ads are coming coming up onto my spying on your internet activity. Absolutely. Yep. So there's this one particular one, the Kia Seltos ad, and it pretty much just goes, "Okay, Google, let me speak to Kia Seltos," and that's at the start of the ad every time. Now what that does is I can I'm looking at my Google Home right now, and it's got the <laughs> dots on it. Every time that ad plays. My Google Chrome fires up. It's got the dots. Tries to start searching for something and mutes my TV for oh no for a good two minutes. Oh mate! And Google's going off in the background now. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of it. I can't watch a YouTube video. I get it every second ad without my Google popping off and ruining my video for two minutes. Would you would you say 
this is a successful advert in the sense that you are now remembering this information because of it's a success but it's also a loss because i will never buy a kia product (laughs) Uh, subconsciously they've lost me subconsciously it's always in the back of your mind Never, the living, never, never. Could say they are living rent free in your mind, in your mate. Head. No, 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 no. And hey, then Google. I'll also touch on uh, ads that are supposed to be targeted, but aren't really targeted because I'm. I'll sit through Snapchat. I'll just be popping through my stories, and I'm a man in a relationship at the moment. Very committed relationship. As I'm happy I? where I am. Sorry. As am I, mate? Yeah, and. I can't go through my Snapchat stories and I'll get, like, without seeing an ad for Tinder, Bumble. Uh, Grindr. No, no, Grindr. That, there's one for, <laughs> like, for MILFs. There's a MILF one. Yeah, I've seen that one. I, too, am getting these adverts. There's, uh, what is it, Hinge? I get Hinge. You'd almost, think, you'd almost think I'd be searching or talking about MILFs all the time with all these MILF <laughs> yeah. I'm getting. <laughs> I, it's just weird. Like, I, I have no need for these apps. They're supposed to be targeted ads. If they were, like, car ads, I'd be like, oh, okay. Understandable. Have a nice day. Yeah. Or, like, I look up stuff on uh, Google, comes up in my Instagram. I'm going, okay, look, cookies, you got me, baby. There's the odd one yeah. where I'll just talk about it in the background and then, lo and behold, <laughs> I've got dog food on my Instagram feed. Yeah, well, I've got the cat food one before. Yeah. Um, but speaking of first world problems, I've got one of my own. Okay, what are you? <laughs> What's yours? Fuck me. Life is hard. I'm telling you. Only having one Xbox instead of two. It's okay. making my life incredibly um, difficult at the moment. I'm listening, why. but I'm listening with just my head in my hands. Yeah. I enjoy having people over, you're aware. You know, yep. I'm that house, I'm that kind of hub house where your group of mates is like, oh, where should we go? And I'm always that bloke that's like, that, yeah, we'll have um, drinks at mine. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. At a gem's house. I don't use... Don't watch TV in our family. All of us use, you know, internet, YouTube, Netflix. So we don't have uh, Foxtel or anything like that. So our TV yep. is basically useless in the lounge. What I have to do every fucking time without fail when I have people over is unplug the Xbox, unplug it from the TV, the power source, plug it all the way to the lounge room, fucking find a spot to place it, plug it into the TV, plug it into the, the court, you know, the court, the, the wall, get yep. it all up again, get it going, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, you wouldn't believe it. I've got to fucking do it all again back to my room. Yeah, I am in desperate need of a second Xbox so I don't have to fucking unplug it and carry it around with me all day. I'm telling you, mate, these first world issues are the bane of my existence. Yeah, oh, look, I, I can understand, but I feel like that is a laziness issue on your part. Uh, hey, it wouldn't be a first world issue if it wasn't. May may I suggest, uh, you know, investing in a Google Chromecast and then you can just cast YouTube videos to your TV. What if, I, what if the boys want a, you know, bit of Until Dawn action, you know, stuff like that? Oh, bit just, of, just watch it. The drunken antics. Just watch a playthrough on YouTube, mate. Oh, no, no, no. Not fucking 12 years old anymore, mate. <laughs> and for anyone out there who's still watching walkthroughs on gameplays, you need to sort your lives out. 
Hey, nothing right. wrong with a little little playthrough, mate. <laughs> well, I think um I think we've had a really good episode this week, and I'm I'm sure it's near in the time here. Um, we've covered a couple of topics, a fair few topics, and we've ended it on we, something light and funny. Yep, we have. Um, we've gone through. We've gone through the roller coaster that is the Jiff and Jam. Um, I, I just like to thank everyone who's stuck it out to to here, all all three of you, um, and everyone who's who's commented and helped us out so far in the in the first episode. Um, May I'll just let everyone know we've uh we've also made the move over to Apple Podcasts as well, so. Yep. If you could please go over and subscribe to our yep. podcast over there, leave a review. The more yep. reviews we if get, you want to uh, follow us, follow us on Spotify, charts. follow us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Uh, if you have any inquiries or would uh, you know any any guest suggestions, don't be afraid to hit us up. You know we have a, a Gmail, Jiff and Gem Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, so it's all good. Message us there. We we might be doing a, a session where we do life advice. Uh, so. You know, it'll be yeah, look, good to hear from our loyal things. fans. Big things planned for all three of you, mate. And all three of you listening, I really appreciate you. And um, of those three people, we do know two of them are ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So that one fan out there, we really do appreciate you. And um, until next time, I've been Jem. And I've been Jif. And you've nah, just been we'll Chief. see you next week. See you, mate. <laughs>